Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number nine. I hope you're having a great day, night, afternoon, jog, walk, drive in the car, wherever you're at. I hope it's great. hope you're doing good. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, season two, we're nine episodes into season two. I, I've really, really enjoyed uh, these uh, passages that we've been working through. Uh, thank you for so many of you who continue to reach out and go, hey, thank you so much. Like that one was really good or that one was really helpful. That's encouraging for me. And, um, and I love that it's reaching out to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Uh, and like I keep saying, I think uh, over the last few episodes, like again, reminding like the whole purpose of this thing is that you would take that next step. Love that so many of you are listening. Great. Keep listening. Keep sharing. But take that next step. Go go read that passage. Maybe that passage that had an impact on you. Go read that passage. Go check it out. Go, what else is going on here? You know, what else is he saying? And I promise you, I promise you that there will be a great, great reward in your mind, your heart, your soul as you dig in deeper in the word of God. Awesome. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 27. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body or what you will put on. Is not life more than food and body, more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They, are, they, are neither, uh, ne- they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? And, and, and which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life. Love this passage. Matthew 6, I would encourage you, I can't encourage you enough, dig into that passage. It is so, so good. Right now, as I sit outside, the wind is blazing. Uh, If you could see me right now, you would laugh hysterically. I'm holding a beach umbrella to prevent the wind from going right into the microphone. It's so, so awesome. I love this. I love it. Wind is so epic. If you know anything about me, you know I love wind. So I am I am not just putting up. I am enjoying this being outside and being in the wind. Uh, this passage, this chapter, uh, Jesus, again, has uh, he's uh, d- done the Sermon on the Mount. He's coming into this passage and helping us understand something so very, very important. Uh, and uh, the interesting thing about this particular passage is uh, it, I, I can't make this stuff up. And, and I, if you've spent any amount of time with me or, or you, you know me uh, or you've heard some of my stories, um, you you'll know that there's some crazy stuff that's happened in my life. Um, Sometimes I'll be speaking at a church or a camp or at a youth event or whatever, and I'll I'll tell a story uh, from my life, a crazy thing that's happened, and I'll have somebody come up. I've had youth pastors come up and go, okay, man, like, 
you're just making all that up, right? Like, that's not real. And I'm like, I just want to let you know that is 100% real. And they're like, there's no way. And I'm like, I'm telling you, man, weird stuff happens to me. It just weird stuff happens in my life. This passage I uh, put uh, put together uh, last week. Uh, I usually put together the passages that I want to teach. I kind of develop an outline of what I would like to say um, real quick, uh, just based upon some thoughts of sitting out here on the front porch and some things I've been working through. And, and, um, and so, uh, so I put this passage in and I was supposed to record it on Friday. So last Friday I was supposed to record it. I recorded the two episodes that hopefully you listened to seven and eight this week, uh, that, that dropped on uh, Monday and Tuesday or Monday and Wednesday. Sorry. So I, I was able to record the two, but I, I, I wasn't able to get to this one. I wasn't able to record it. So I'm actually recording this on, uh, on Thursday night. Um, and so here's a really crazy thing that happened to me today. Um, I, I'm, I actually had this passage ready to go. I knew I had to record it tonight, um, but that was fine. So I'm driving um, with a buddy of mine, Chuck. Uh, he, we work together. Great guy. Started He and his wife started this amazing ministry at our church called Starfish to help uh, foster, uh, foster and adopt kids and help encourage families and network with other churches. Amazing. So anyway, we are um, driving to go to, in San Bernardino, we got invited to this kind of pastor's uh, collective uh, to talk about homelessness. And so we got invited. So we're driving on the 210 to San Bernardino. And we're going because it's California. We're driving about 80 miles an hour. I'm in the middle lane. I watched this bird. No joke. Uh, I watched this bird in the center uh, of the highway, just right in front of me, just land in the middle of the highway, right in front of my car. And I'm thinking, like most birds, um, he, he, he's got to know that he's in danger. Nope. Uh, what he does is he uh, he lands in the middle of the road and then I run over him. I mean, I hit this bird so hard. So for a moment, I'm feeling bad about it because, you know, again, if you know anything about me, I kind of dig birds. But I was like, dang it. You know, I thought he was going to take off. There's nothing I can do at this point. Nothing. And, and I did have this thought in my head. What a stupid bird. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? That's ridiculous. So we go to the conference. We go back to the office. Uh, I'm sitting down doing some work. And one of my other coworkers, Terry Goodwin, uh, she's amazing, by the way. Uh, Terry Goodwin, uh, she's so cool. And she comes in my office. She starts laughing. She's like, you have to come to me to the parking garage. You're going to love this. And she's never like that, you know. So I'm always like, it's got to be good. She's not going to just pull people out of offices and whatever unless it's not good so she pulls me out of my office and she grabs a couple of people like you've got to see this so we she my office is on the very ground floor and so we walk up the stairs into the parking garage and i walk into the parking garage and this bird is stuck in the grill of my kia soul i mean his just it's just stuck in the grill of my car everyone's laughing and like oh my gosh but here's the crazy thing that's the second time that's happened to me and the story that i had for this one was about the first bird i hit and so i have today i sit down and go okay i gotta go through this podcast that i'm going through and i'm like oh my gosh i can't even believe it it is the exact story that i was going to tell except it happened today all that to say is that there is a lot that we can learn 
from birds. And there's a lot that Jesus is trying to help us understand not only about these birds, but about ourselves and about who he is. And one of the ways that he's helping us understand about who we are, about creation, about who he is, is he's trying to go like this. Hey, can you see how anxious you are? Like there's so many of you that are so anxious. And what I find is this, is that anxiety is crushing so many of you. Like, I think we live in the most anxious generation of all time. I I know we live in the most medicated generation of all time. So before I go any further, let me say this as kind of a caveat. um, I am not downplaying anxiety at all. Some of you truly have a medical condition and hopefully you've gotten some help for that, gotten some relief for that. So please do not hear me say, oh, just trust in Jesus and it'll all go away. I'm I'm not saying that. Um, We still are here on earth, we still are the byproducts of what happened in Genesis 3 as a result of sin. Uh, there's a lot of hurt and pain in people's lives that caused this overwhelming feeling. And for some of you, you've gone and you've had to get some medical help. And I think God uses people. He, he gives them wisdom and discernment to help us go through that. But um, I think a lot of times as we become more aware about something like um, anxiety, it also, and there's a lot of beauty in that, and a, and a lot of good has come out of that, but there's also a lot of complexity that's come out of it. And it's so interesting to me that um, the generation before us, um, the, the, it wasn't necessarily something they talked so much about. They, they didn't have those medications. And so now with this awareness, it's almost as if it stirred some pot and it's got something going. And I think Jesus is trying to help us understand this. And so here's the other thing to really get after. This is not a 20th century problem anxiety. This is a this is a 2000 year problem that Jesus is talking about. He's going, look, this is this is happening in my time to the point that Jesus is now going to address it. He wants to talk to us about it. And when Jesus wants to address something, when he wants to talk something about it, what he's saying to you and I is there's something in your life that's trying to rob you. You know, if you remember this passage in John 10 that we keep coming back to is that the evil one's trying to, he's uh, using people, he's using situations to, to kill and destroy, all right? Like, he wants you dead. He wants you overwhelmed. He wants you maxed out. He wants that from you. But he's come to bring you life. Jesus says, I've come to bring you life and life to the full. So he's constantly bringing in this idea. And so he's talking about anxiety because he loves us. And he's pulling us back all the way into Genesis, into Genesis 1 and in Genesis 2. And what's happening in Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 is this, is that God is in control, complete control. And by the way, God is still in control, will always be in control. But mankind, mankind is walking in the garden with God, talking with God, right? He's working, right? He's working. He's, he's doing the, the work that the Lord has called him to, uh, that there is a sense of joy and satisfaction uh, that is happening in Genesis 1 and 2. Um, the word uh, that maybe would be helpful here is there's shalom and that there's a, a peace. And, and there is a peace in Genesis 1 and 2 because there is no sin. 
The other reason why is because there is a complete and utter dependence on the one who created Adam, on the one who created the heavens and the earth, on the one who created the oceans and, and, and all the animals. There's a complete dependence of all creation that is looking to their creator and going, you're in control and we trust you and we love you. And then that got fractured in Genesis 3. But what really got fractured in Genesis 3, what really got fractured was shalom, which is peace. Peace with God. Uh, peace within creation. Peace. And, and what is the opposite of peace? Anxiety. Anxiety is this thing that was created as a result uh, of sin. A thing that allows us to become so overwhelmed with whatever we're going on that we forget sometimes about our creator. And again, I want to say again, I'm not downplaying uh, some of you who have medical conditions. I'm not downplaying it. I'm just simply presenting to you what I believe the scripture is trying to say here, what Jesus is trying to give to us. And if you know anything about me... um, what you know is that I, I, I kind of dig hummingbirds, right? I really love ha- watching these hummingbirds. And Jesus is throwing back. He's like, hey, have you watched the birds? Like, you don't have to be anxious. Did you watch the birds? Like, watching this bird today land in the middle of the road, I think that's crazy. Watching these hummingbirds kind of buzz around every morning. Like, I, I love it. I watch them. And what I see in the birds is like this. I think the birds at some point are like, I'm taken care of. I'm just completely taken care of. You hear that wind? That's pretty awesome, right? Right? They, they, they're not worried. They're not buzzing around going, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? No, they're just going about their day. They're doing their routine. They're going and doing what, what they normally do. They, they, they seem to be so full of life, right? They're surrounded by an abundance of provision. It's all around them. And Jesus is saying, have you watched the birds recently? Have you watched the birds recently? Have you seen the way that they're being cared for? Right? Have you seen, like to the point where this bird jumps in the middle of the highway, he's having a great day. He's going, I'll just land here, right? I I don't get that. But he just lands in the middle of the highway, right? And here are these hummingbirds zipping around. He's like, look at these birds. They're birds. And look, they, they don't have a care in the world. Look, look how much more beautiful you are to me. How much more special you are to me. I take care of them. I love them, right? But they're not worried. They're not overwhelmed. Look at them. They, they know they're going to be cared for. They know they're going to be pri- uh, provided for. And Jesus is like this. Be like a bird. He's like, see how I take care of you? Listen, man, slow down today. Just see how he takes care of you. He says, do you know how important you are? Like, can you see how important you are to the heart of the Father? Like, He knit you together in your mother's womb. He created you for a purpose. Can you see that? Do you really see that? Wow, you are so important. And He loves you so much and you're so special. He's like, do you see that? Do you see how much I love you? Right? Do you see how much I care for you? I love you so much. I'm caring. I want to provide for you. I want you to know that you're going to be okay because you have a father in heaven who loves you. Look how I take care of the birds, right? Look how I take care of them. Look at, watch them for a second. Observe them. It's a beautiful thing. He's like, I love you so much more. And then he has this great line of just going, does worry add a day to your life? For so many of us, worry is robbing you of joy and peace, 
that's robbing us. And he's going, I don't want you to have life. You know, you, we only have today. Like, I don't know if you know this. Wherever you are right now, you've only been given this moment. You've only been given this moment. That moment can be taken away from you. And I know that for some of you, that can be scary. We did a podcast earlier about how God is in control of your, your days. He's in control of your days and to trust him. But listen, here's, here's the beautiful thing. Just enjoy today to the best of your ability and know how important you are to the heart of the Father. And, and what Jesus really is pointing us to and that we all need to remember is this. He's going, not only do I care about your food and your clothing and, and the needs that you have today, I care about your eternity. Jesus dies and he resurrects so we can not only have life here on earth, we get to have life in eternity. Here's what I want to tell you. He's providing for us not only here on earth. He's provided us a way to live with him eternally. He's provided for us in eternal. It's an eternal provision. A provision that lives here and now today on earth. And in, in, in a, an eternal provision for the rest of our lives. Because he loves you. And he cares about you. And he loves me. And he reminds me of that daily. And so, whatever you got to do. To get yourself into a place where you go, wow, look at the birds. They're constant reminder of how he loves and cares so much more for us. And once we come to understand how much he loves us, we will be able to embrace how much he's really given to us. And so the question I would have for all of us here is this. When was the last time you looked at the birds and you thank God for how he loves you, how he cares for you? And how he is providing for you. So God, be glorified. Thank you for continually caring for us. May you open our eyes to your love and provision. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heart. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.